the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you thought about how you give? We're coming into that season, that time of year. Autumn, fall? Yeah, well, the leaves fall off the ground. Not so much here in San Diego, but that's another story. East Coast, are you trekking with me? They said it's trekking, Lorraine. Well, which is it? I'm not of that generation anymore. Hey, for those of you that are Gen X, meet up with a Gen Z and find out the latest colloquials. In other words, the latest slang. Why? Because I was listening to a co-host on another show here on KPRZ, and one of his listeners kind of attacked the Gen Zers. And I said, whoa, wait a minute, why are we attacking them? And so I had to take a moment and remember that I was once that Gen Z, but they called my Gen Gen X. So let's have mercy on those that are a little younger than us, maybe get to know them, understand them, and then also hold ourselves, well, we'll call it responsible. I was going to say hold ourselves uh, accountable at first, and then responsible was coming out first. So let's go with responsible. What does that mean, Lorraine? Well, let's not blame them for what they don't do. Let's ask ourselves, did we teach them to do that? Whoa, that's heavy. We're starting the show out today talking about giving, and it's not even Thanksgiving, right? Because giving is year-round. So I thought about it as Again, it was one of those big days all around America where everybody's responsible for doing what? Voting. And so the Gen Z crowd gets attacked often because they don't vote. Okay, well, they don't vote. And whose fault is that? I don't know. Do you know? Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Now, yes, this is the caregiving show. We don't do heavy politics here. All politics are politics because politicos in the Greek just means people. Okay? Bring it down a notch. It's okay. We're just talking about people. Now, if you're a broadcaster, you have your own podcast. You just get online and talk. You might not even be seen but heard. Hey, listen, somebody heard what you had to say. You called in. You left a message. You sent a message like some people do when they connect at LorraineCarroll.com. My concerns are your concerns when it comes to what I have to say. Why? Because I'm accountable, first of all, to the Lord, but I'm also accountable to me. I thought about how the church, that would be me, yes, me, the church, I'm I'm not just church people. I am the church now. We can go to the Bible, have the big Bible study series. You know, I am a Christian radio show. I'm not a talk show. I'm not a talk show host. People try to define the show and put it in a box. Nah, I'm sorry. Check all the boxes. That's my show. Anytime you listen. Because I can have an interview with me, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Remember, I was an only child. But for this show, what we do is hear from you, and then you hear from me. If you want, you can turn it off, turn it down, Hey, come back another day. Whatever works for you. But on this show, we analyze, 
we interpret, we interrogate, we sometimes even accuse, but our accusations are for accountability. Remember, I told you sometimes people have a tendency to blame someone else. And when you provide care, usually you don't have many people to blame. So what does that mean, Lorraine? Well, if you're in a situation like me, I can't blame the other six caregivers because I'm the only one. So let's take a nursing home, for example. I had a lady explain to me why she put her mom in a nursing home. I think what she was explaining to me is her defense to my comparison. What comparison? Remember, I, Lorraine, I do my best not to what? Compare care. Why? Because it can be insulting. But what I have found is people tend to want to compare their method of care with me because they feel guilty. Don't feel guilty if you put your parent in a home. That is what worked for you. We all have choices, prerogatives, decisions to make every day. And ultimately, we do what is best for us, right? Well, maybe not. I had to analyze the last almost 23 years of my life and say, did I make the best choice for me? If other people are listening, they might say, no, you didn't because you missed out on and you didn't get a chance to and you could have. But right. But I chose to. Go with God's will. You know that old-fashioned Lord's Prayer, the simple one, that kingdom come, thy will be done? I've called it the Christian chant. We hear it, but do we do it? Well, I don't know. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can always have something to say about what you do. But my question for all of us that, first of all, give anything, (laughs) what is your motive? That's what my Bible says. What's your motive today? Have you thought about it? Are you going to give this season? They're giving away free turkeys now. Oh, I should go help pass out the turkeys. Should you? Have you passed out any turkeys this year? (laughs) I'm just saying. Why do we wait until Thanksgiving to give thanks? I've always wondered that in America. I can't speak for other countries. I only lived in America. We celebrated. It's this big deal. But I always... Ever since I learned first, what was it? Yeah, first Thessalonians 5 and 18 in everything give thanks. Okay, let's stop right there. That's good enough for me in everything give thanks. And I have learned a new prayer method in caregiving. Even in this, Lord, can you imagine? Picture it. You're cleaning up. We'll call it the I word. Oh, we're going to say it. Because here on radio, podcasting, globally, listen, you need to know. It's hard like that. We we aren't polite anymore on radio, podcasts. Yeah, there's no regulation in some places. Whoa, watch out. In, in what? No, incontinence. Watch it. Listen closely. It starts with the silent I. Incontinence, uh-huh. So when you are changing someone, can I just be extra real here? Yeah, you're not always in the mood. Oh, my goodness. Did she say that? Really? Yeah. When's the last time you had to change someone with fecal incontinence? My mom doesn't care. (laughs) She's like, yeah, put it out there. I don't care. So, no, it's not disrespect to my mother. She listens to the show on Spotify, um, Amazon, whichever one she can find on her TV. On her TV, yeah. If you want to know about that, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. So the point is, what about... How you give the care. 
That was what I thought about this year with Thanksgiving and giving thanks as a caregiver. I give care every day. Do I do it with thanks? Oftentimes I do because I told you I learned that scripture and everything give thanks when I was a teenager. I was very young. I learned it through a gospel music song in the choir. And then it went on to actually say in the entire song the whole passage. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Quench not the spirit. Despise not the prophecies. Prophecies. Oh, prophecies. I didn't even know what prophecies were. I was like 13. But I knew the song. Later, I learned the passage. And then way later, I learned to live the passage. And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning Lorraine. Oh, did you put your name in that line? Have you thanked him? For everything, even the bad, I told you, fecal incontinence changing. Yes, I learned how to thank the Lord at 1.42 a.m. when I didn't feel like it, when I could have been asleep. Sure, I could have just been like, oh, well, it can wait. But I was raised to think about the other person with compassion. I had a lot of examples in my life to show me the more generous way, the more giving way. I'll call it the Christian way even. But a lot of times, Christians, I'm going to attack. Ready? If you've got your defenders up, put them down. My friend says, put your dukes down. Because sometimes Christians need to get knocked out in the power of the word of God. Not me. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Isn't that what they say? Don't kill the messenger. I'm just sharing what the Bible already says. Now, it says to give and it shall be given unto you. Let's stop right there. Luke 6, 38, a lot of people hear that one in church when it's time to donate the money. But what about the other things you give? Ooh, we're walking a tightrope today. Ready? Do you give an attitude with care? Does that sound like an oxymoron? It does to me. So I had to examine myself. When I give care and I give it with a poor attitude, a funky attitude, a bad attitude, what kind of care Is it? It's just what I said. I gave it the description already. I gave the care an adjective. If you toss a dollar to the bum on the street and that's your attitude, my mom would say you could have kept it. You'll get another dollar from somebody that cares. Whoa, that's kind of heavy. And I had to go deep into the Bible for that one. Yes. You know why? Because God said that he loves a what? Cheerful giver. Now, do you have to be a cheerleader when you give the dollar to the person, not the bum, the person on the street? Because I was always taught, despite your seven figures in the bank account, it could be you any moment, any day. You don't know who these people are on the corners, standing there looking around on the corners with their sign, sitting there, sunburned, sitting there, no shoes, sitting there, looking deranged and high. You don't know whose child that is. You don't know who their mom is, who their dad is, and you don't know what caused them to get there, to sit on that corner. Maybe they were a straight-A high school student on their way to Cornell University, Harvard, Spelman College, Clark Atlanta University. Oh, wow. I can't imagine. What happened? Well, life happened. They did not plan that day. When they were seven, when they were 17, they were not planning to be that person sitting 
on a divider of a busy street in the sun. And I'm talking about San Diego now. I can't imagine the snow because I've heard, where do the homeless go when it snows? And I have yet to hear all of the solutions. If you know about those solutions because you're back east, you're from the east, tell me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can go to the KPRZ website. It's really easy, kprz.com. Look for Carrying the Burden. That's the name of this show. Type it up, Google search. You'll always come back to us. Let me know. Help me understand. What happens to the homeless in the snow? Do people take them inside of their homes? Interesting. Who cares? Teach me. I am a caregiver, but I am a giver of a specific type of care. There's categories of care. Eh, it depends on how you look at it. In my lifetime, I've seen, yes, there are different types of care, just like there's different types of food. We have food groups in America. Come on, think about it. We've got vegetables. We've got meats, dairy. It's called the grocery store. Look around. But at the end of the day, they all have the same purpose, just like care. What kind of care do you care about? Do you care at all? And if you don't, Yes, shame on you. I called it out. Apathy is killing our lives. When I was a kid, they didn't call it global warming necessarily in the classroom. It started out with a simple concept of recycling. We were taught that back in the 70s. What about you? Maybe it was in the 60s for you. Maybe you're like my mom from the 40s and you remember your grandpa having the old tin and it was a can, and it was a tin can that held this and that, and you didn't understand it. It was a form of recycling, right, because they cared about a lot of things, but ultimately, was the earth one? Not sure. I wasn't there, but I have heard that it did salvage something else. It allowed for the use of something else to be produced. Oh, that might be too fast for you, so let me slow down. For the caregivers, for the people out there that care, remember, if you care and you choose to share the care, that by default makes you a caregiver. So what kind of caregiver are you? Have you thought about it? I think about it every day in my prayers when I ask the Lord to forgive me. (laughs) Yes, I told you I'm the church, and I hear this ongoing saying, the church hurt me. And I say, did you hurt yourself? What happened? And nobody has an answer for me. Do you have an answer for me? Definitely want to hear about it. In the meantime, what is your care method? Do you care to share? Do you care to contribute? Is it cash? Is it time? Resources? I told you there's all types of caring. But remember, there's a stipulation with God. He loves a cheerful giver. Jesus said in Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you. I always say the closed fist, picture it. Think of a boxer, even with the gloves on. It's really hard for a boxer to serve. You know those big serving banquet trays that you see at the big fancy banquets? Everybody comes out at one time and everybody gets their food served at one time on the big fancy trays and they have the plates. Picture that with the boxing glove. Yeah, it can happen. It can work. But how effective is it? How expeditious might it be? But if you open up that hand, woo, how fast can that service happen? 
it's the same for you. Open up your hand. Are you the stingy giver? Uh-oh, here we go. Accusation time. You might be. Don't be mad at me. It's just an adjective. So, I told you, God loves the cheerful giver. That's what it says in the Bible. You read it yourself. I'm not here to, you know, hurt your feelings. I'm just here to share the care. So, are you the person that has stipulations on your care? Well, I want this much to go to that, and I want this much to go to that, and that much to go to this. Or does it matter? Once you release it, not into the atmosphere, but into the Lord's hands, because that's the concept. You're giving from your hands to the Lord's hands. What does that mean to the work of the Lord? You're not giving it to Satan, are you? Or are you? Hey, there might be some of you that are. Uh, We could have that show, but I don't know if it's going to be called Carrying the Burden anymore. We can have that show. In the meantime, give loyally. Do you give loyally? Are you consistent with your giving or do you give at Thanksgiving or when you feel bad? Guilty. Oh, are you the guilty giver? The one because you haven't been to church in six months, so you give extra? Uh Uh-oh. Hey, that sounds like judgment, Lorraine. I thought you don't judge on carrying the burden. Well, I'm not judging. I'm asking. Remember, I've watched a lot of court shows. I don't know about you. Judges listen to both sides. Are you listening to me present both sides? I heard today in the news that the attorney general in New York is going to arrest her case. And I laughed. I said, oh, boy, that's going to be popular news. I thought about what rest means, and I thought about the history of law in America and even around the world. Before there was law in America, there was law in the Bible. The people from Israel will tell you that. They lived out those laws until Jesus came. And he said, you know what? On behalf of my father, we're getting rid of all of the laws. I told my mom, and she laughed because she has right brain damage. She doesn't always remember the stories, so I have to tell her. You know, once a year, because she has a Jewish friend, I said the priest would go in behind the holies of holies, right, behind the veil, to present on behalf of the people all of their prayers, sacrifices, everything. The one, the one man my mom said yes. And if he wasn't right, he would just drop dead, mom. She was like, oh, really? As though she never heard it, but. You know, like I said, she has right brain damage. She doesn't always remember. Yeah, he would just drop dead because he wasn't right. He hadn't been living right. Even though the people saw him as the priest in all his garments, he was in the temple looking priestly. Yeah, I said it that way. Okay. But when it was time to go before the Lord, the Lord was like, nope, I don't receive it. Goodbye. You're dead. Woo! Can you imagine that life now? So I always tell people, think of it that way when it comes to Jesus, because he's the intermediary for all of your wrongness, mm-hmm. your selfishness, yeah, your preoccupation. Whoa, preoccupation. Well, I have a Bible in Isaiah 26 and 3 that says that we're supposed to keep our mind on God and he'll keep you in perfect peace. There's the contingency. So if you're anxious, nervous, worried, fearful, yeah, okay, Lorraine, I get it. I told you. It's right there in the Bible. I'm just representing the Bible today. So the attorney general resting her case in New York today, wow, that's amazing. 
I said, rest. Think about what resting means. She made a presentation and her team, and they've decided, okay, that's enough. We're done here. And I said, wow, they get to rest until when? Oh, okay, back to those laws again. Well, according to court laws, until the judge decides the case. When it comes to your giving, it's not for me to judge you and how you give. If you're, you know, arrogant when you give, it's not for me to determine that. It's not for me to determine if you're mm, frivolous with giving. Yeah. Sometimes people think spending and frivolous go together, but can you be a frivolous giver? Well, you tell me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. In the meantime, one of the things you have to remember more than anything when it comes to giving, whether it's your time, your service, your talents, your abilities, is what does God think about what you're giving? Is your hand open? I told you in the analogy earlier, the open hand holds that big banquet tray so much easier than the closed fist. Think of that big boxing glove. It's so much easier to receive a gift when your hand is open. You give the gift and your hand is usually open. Did you catch that? Visualize it. My uncle's a visual person. So, you know, his attention span isn't long when you're talking. He's like, yeah, yeah, get to it, get to it. This is a long show. But for people that listen faithfully, they get it and they keep listening and they keep asking me questions and they keep coming back because they're curious about what I have to say at the end. At the end, I've already said what I've said because I said it at the beginning. What kind of giver are you? Have you thought about what kind of giver you're going to be today? You might not make it until Thanksgiving this year or next year. So giving is an everyday event for everyone. Now, here's the contingency for Christians. God loves a cheerful giver. Oh, wait, is that just for Christians or does that work for all people? That's for you and your Bible study time. In the meantime, here on Carrying the Burden, giving is an act on behalf of the Lord. Because I'm telling you, I have yet to find the people that are worshiping Satan. And they're out there right around you every day and you can't tell. Yes, Church of Satan is active, big, and happening. They dress normally like you, like me. I think I, I dress normally. I don't know. Okay, but what's the point? You're looking for people that look demonic. No, they look like you. Ooh, is it you? Look in the mirror. Check yourself. In the meantime, one of the things you can do is continue to listen to what the Lord says. I'm just the messenger. I've given you the core scriptures today. Take a look at them and judge your own giving. I'm not the righteous judge. God will judge your giving. So when you give, make sure you give it with what? Clean hands and a pure heart is what they used to teach us back in the day. In the meantime, how about this? Examine yourself, your heart, your motives. Why are you giving? Why do you care? Why do you want to give? We all have a motive for what we do. But think about this before you go. The next time you give to someone, ask yourself, is this what I would want to receive? And if you feel like, absolutely, then give it. Give it freely. Give it with love. Give it cheerfully. 
When you give, remember, the Lord is the judge of what you're giving, not the person that's receiving. So when they don't respond to you the way you think they should, with gratitude, with appreciation, with a thanks, they didn't even say thank you. Okay, let it go. Did you give fully, wholly from yourself and your heart? Or did you give just so you could receive their approval? Did you give just so you could receive their gratitude? You think about it this year. As you give thanks for this Thanksgiving, think about the things that are important. Thank you, Lord, is important. That's what the Bible says. And everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Yeah, that's a part of his will. Have you read the will? People ask me all the time, what's the will of God? The Bible. Have you read it lately? You don't have to read all of it. Start somewhere, though. Maybe start with the same scripture until you memorize it, like I used to do. Get that one scripture and then try to work with that one for your life instead of trying to, like, do the whole Bible. That's why people quit. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. I'm confused. I don't get it. I don't understand. Understand that which you can and work on that. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on KPRZ, 1210 AM, sunny San Diego. You can find this show anywhere on your podcasting station, Spotify. Let's see, uh, Apple. Yeah. There's some other ones out there all the way in Australia even. Absolutely. So make sure you join us each week, 1030 a.m. every Saturday morning. If you want to listen to the radio old school while you're driving in your car, 1210 a.m., woohoo! or you can just podcast if you miss it. Anytime. Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.